Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. So glad you're joining us today. We're continuing in chapter four of our study through the gospel of St. John. In this session, we will see what it is that brings our beloved Lord Jesus Christ the highest delight. Yes, we will look at what it is that fills Christ with the greatest satisfaction. Before we begin, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Holy and gracious Father, may your Holy Spirit be upon us, giving us a spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that with the eyes of our hearts enlightened, we may know the hope to which Christ has called us, the riches of his glorious inheritance among us, and the greatness of his power for those who believe in him. Amen. Hear ye now the word of the Lord found in John chapter 4, verses 31 through 38. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples were saying to one another, Could someone have brought him food? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months, and then comes the harvest? Behold, raise your eyes and observe the fields, that they are white for harvest. Although the one who reaps is receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the one who sows and the one who reaps may rejoice together. For in this case, the saying is true, one sows and the other reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have come into their labor. This is God's word. Last time we met, we learned how a Samaritan woman did something that Holy Scripture calls all of us to do, and that is to share Jesus Christ with others. In faith, she led others from her own town to Christ. What it says in Psalm 116 verse 10 holds true, I believed, therefore I spoke. Today, we pick up on a remarkable and noteworthy conversation that takes place between Jesus and his disciples. You will recall the disciples had gone off to a nearby town to purchase something to eat. Now, upon their return, they are strongly encouraging Jesus to eat. They know that the Lord is fatigued and hungry after a long trip, saying, Rabbi, eat something, to which Jesus responds, I have food to eat that you do not know about. Okay, here's something that we must notice. Jesus' conversation with his disciples is similar to his conversation with the Samaritan woman in that both the water and so here the food have a different symbolic 
meaning for Jesus than it has for them. Jesus uses the same language, the same words. However, there is a heavenly difference in their meaning. Our Lord knows this and clearly tries to bring it to their attention. I have food to eat that you do not know about. The disciples, like the woman, are bewildered. Hum, could someone have brought him food? They pondered. Listen, the disciples are no different than us. When it comes to the things that we need for survival, when it comes to life's basic sustenance, those things that maintain life's existence, we think of air, food, water and shelter. These are the things that we believe provide, feed, and fulfill our deepest basic needs. My beloved, there's no doubt that we need these things, and God knows it. As Jesus clearly states in Matthew 6, do not worry then, saying, what are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear for clothing? For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Ah, but seek ye first his his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be provided to you. Jesus is talking about something much more important than physical food and water that sustains our lives. Jesus is speaking about God. God is our spiritual sustenance. He is the basis of our human existence. Listen, the Lord knows our needs and provides everything that we need to live. But life is more than just survival. Life is more than just breathing and drinking water and eating just to stay alive. The Lord God Almighty created us, created you for greater things. You have a purpose. That's right. You have a mission in life. For it stands written in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for prosperity and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. The plans that the Lord has for you that bring purpose for your life, for our life, is the mission of all of God's people. It is the mission of God's church. God's people, led by God the Holy Spirit, are called to go forth and make disciples by sharing the gospel message of eternal life that comes only through faith in the life and work of Jesus Christ our Lord. Doing this is what brings comfort. By being one in Christ, you, we find our joy in the comfort of the peace and rest that Christ gives us. The Lord is your future, your hope, and yes, he is the food that sustains you. Holy Scripture makes it clear. You and I, we were created to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Make no mistake about it forever starts on this side of heaven and will continue for all eternity. This all goes back to what Jesus is telling his disciples in verse 34. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Jesus Christ came to earth. He became a human on a mission that is a rescue mission to save God's people. This is the spiritual food that Jesus is talking about. The most satisfying, the most delightful fulfillment for Christ is to do the Father's will, to accomplish the work that the Father has given him on earth. This is the food, the nourishment that Jesus is talking about with his disciples. And we can rejoice in knowing that Christ accomplished 
accomplishes his work on the cross where he says it is finished. In the remainder of the passage, our Lord goes on to speak about the mission of his disciples, his church, regarding the time of the harvest. The harvest meaning the gathering of God's people. This was taking place in our passage and is continuing even today. We must not wait for some future time. Jesus calls us, his disciples, to open our eyes. And look, they arrive for the harvest. In our passage, Jesus wants his disciples to open their eyes and see the Samaritan people as they make their way to him. Jesus is also speaking to us today, saying that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out laborers into his field. There's the question. If you are in Christ, are you a laborer, a servant for Christ? Are you helping harvest the crop of people who are coming to Christ for eternal salvation? And if you're not in Christ, it's not too late. Like the Samaritan woman who heard the gospel, Jesus is calling out to you to come to him and be healed. Until next time, may God's hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanis, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at stephenschapel.org. That's St. S-A-I-N-T Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.